0: is the slowdown. At a reading recently, a fiction writer friend publicly making the distinction between herself and me stated, for novelists like myself, words are tools. But for Major and his ilk, words are jewels. That's facts. The litmus test to any writer's worth is how much they cherish language and how that love is tooled or jeweled in the very fabric of a phrase. And where do we satiate this craving beyond our own deep reading? The dictionary, of course. It's one thing to hear writers discuss their preferred writing utensils, their design and function. Refillable cartridges, fountain pen tips, pointed nibs, Faber-Castell, or Mont Blanc. But it's a whole other tent revival to hear writers gush over their favorite dictionaries. I know a novelist who swears by his grand old Webster's Second Edition, published in 1828. Then there is the mystery writer who keeps her illustrated Oxford on a mahogany stand by the front door and uses it as a divination tool at dinner parties or just before a date. With its 600,000 words, the Oxford English Dictionary never fails to turn a mere search for a word into a descent down a luxuriant hole of splendid etymologies and illustrations. For example, Major, from the Latin Magnus, Meaning great. In graduate school, my friend Sonia was the first human being I knew to own a 20 volume Oxford English dictionary outside of a library. Thick tomes with blue binding and large, aggressive lettering on the cover. Sonia was ceremonious when retrieving its posh slipcase magnifying glass. I wanted that power. Still, at times, no words exist to capture our rapid, forward-marching world. Life outpaces language. It is then we attempt to create fresh language or recycle words until we have a new purchase on old concepts. For example, for about a decade, I've been trying to formulate a word that explains the phenomenon Of contagious yawning. It's a thing, and I'm haunted by this lack in our speech. It is what leads me to sing. In today's poem, a speaker encounters a near untranslatable Greek word, yet sees its meaning in a beloved, an act of association that unlocks a key myth to explain poets' obsessive singing. Cricket song by George Kalogeris. TT a Those twittering cries the blackbird makes when it descends to drink from a pure mountain spring and late Sepharis. a word that seemed to draw on demotic roots so obscure i couldn't find it in any of my dictionaries nothing from Oxford's Modern and Byzantine Greek, or Liddell and Scott. Then I looked it up in your eyes, incredulous as you turned from the kitchen sink to enlighten my ignorance with a terse couplet fresh from your girlhood. A song about what the crickets sing at the height of summer. The dripping faucet gleams like a source that goes back to those early poets who loved to sing so much they forgot to eat. So the gods turned the poets into creatures so tiny that now they feed on the dew. T.T. vise The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Slow Down Show. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural holistic nutritionist